Hello, my little blobs of cellophane. Cellophane? Yeah, I said cellophane. Cellophane, they're Mr. Cellophane. Don't even know my name. I'm Mr. Cellophane, because you can see right through me. Walk right by me. And not even know my name. Bought in a plane, he's cellophane. He's got some grain, he plays his pain. So you made yours up, and mine is from a legitimate Broadway musical. Wait, is it? Yeah. Well, I'm better than you. Chicago. <laughs> For those of you that can't see, which is everyone, Chuck's lips were way on one side of his face. Yeah. Chicago. Uh, cellophane, so sung by uh, John C. Reilly. Yeah. Why are we doing Is that how know. we talk? No, it's not really. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't seen Chicago? You saw Chicago. Everyone saw Chicago. I, I haven't seen Chicago, actually. It's, it's really long. It seems it. But it's good. I'm not a big musical guy. I wish I was, and I'm not. They're a very specific type of uh, thing. We did that list of things that I don't get, and I probably should have put that on there. Musicals, I can. I mean, there's there's a couple. Like the only ones that I like are like like Team America and like the <laughs> South Park movie. Have you seen Book of Mormon? I haven't. Uh, we should go see. I think it's coming back. You let me listen to a couple songs though. Book of Mormon's real good. Yeah, Hamilton's real good. I want to go see Hamilton next year when it comes to Providence. There you go. So, episode 44, Foolish. Oh, right. We're doing a thing. I'm Bill. I'm Chuck. That's good. Totally forgot. <laughs> four, four. That doesn't make me think of anything. Oh, 44. Every time we do these, I try to think of something. Actually, it makes me think of one thing, which is a stupid thing. What? It's um, plus 44. There was that band where two of the guys from Blink-182 um, tried to create another band, and they were plus 44. That was their I've actual n- band name. I've never even heard of them. Yeah, it must have been Mark and Tom, uh, Mark and Tom. I don't. Is that is that really their names? It's Tom, Mark, and Travis. Travis played drums. Tom played guitar. Mark played bass. Oh yeah, I know Travis. Think you could say anything right now, and I. Tra- Tom, okay. the guitarist, is a uh, a crazy alien person. Like he like he thinks aliens exist, and like Area Fifty One has been. Yes, but he has millions of dollars. They're they're sure. a wildly successful band. So he has dumped a lot of his money and time. Into tracking down space aliens. How? <laughs> uh, with a big. How net. is he doing that? He's got a big net out in space. <laughs> he just gives. He just, I just picture him going up to a random homeless person, giving him a hundred thousand dollars, and be like, "Find them." No, I think. Um, I don't know. It's a whole project he has set up, but I think it's like. I, you know, I, I don't know enough of the details. If I had to guess, he's doing like pseudoscience experiments, like sending out radio waves into the space Ooh. and waiting to hear back. But there there have been a couple of videos uh, recently released by the military that show really weird flying thingies. Have you seen these? I, I think I did, yes. There was one like recorded from the cockpit of uh, whatever the fighter jets are, F whatever, F-15s. I don't sure. know. But you know, like the the F-39s. fighter jets, one of the jets, and it's the the, the guy. One of the jets. And it's the guy in the cockpit saying, "Like, oh, this thing is uh, moving it really, really fast, and there's nothing. There's why it shouldn't be doing this. There's like an object that I'm looking at in my in my." And they don't tell you what it is, or it's the they don't mil- know. They don't know what the it military is. doesn't know what it is. No, oh. they just say there's this object. It's flying at a 700 miles an hour, and it's not emitting anything. Were they above water? Yeah. It's probably a dolphin. 
That's right. It's just a dolphin. <laughs> no, but they released it, and they were like, uh, yeah, we have no clue what this is. And uh, I think I saw the article on one of Deadspin's sister sites. Yeah, um, I remember seeing a clip of that of a guy in a jet. But. And you watch it, and it's really, it's really weird. Um, it doesn't mean it was the space alien. I mean, I think aliens exist. They, I don't think they've come here. I was going to say, yes, I, I agree with you there. There's, there's so many planets. There's a lot. At least 50. That something else has well, to Well, let's name there. them. We got Mercury. Yep. Venus. Yep. Earth. Yep. Mars. Yep. Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Saturn. Mm-hmm. Uranus. Mm-hmm. Neptune. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's the eight we. That's the eight we know. <laughs> there's also and then one, and then one um emo planet that got uh, ostracized. Pluto and there's a planet on uh, there. They're supposedly they they have theorized that very 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 far away from the sun. Yeah. Is a planet nine. There's a very very large planet, very very far away. Yeah. But it's big enough that because uh, the reason why they think it exists. Have you heard about this? No. Heard of them? No. So they think it's planet nine, and uh, because uh, the way they the scientists are smart people, and the way they uh, they can see uh, like Neptune and Uranus and Pluto mm. are orbiting around the sun in a way that uh, the sun's gravity alone uh, shouldn't uh, influence their orbit. Like something elongates their orbit, and the only thing that could make their orbit stretch out in that way is a very very large mass with a certain gravity. Oh. And the only thing that could have that mass, they they surmise, is a planet that's like triple the length of Pluto to the sun out past our solar system. Jesus. But they've never seen it. Don't they um don't they constantly say like, oh, we found a new planet and we're calling it like X twenty six four and So those are exoplanets. Ah. Those are planets on other stars that yeah. we can see now. Yeah. But we can't really see them. We can see they're like shadows. So how come we can't see this big mass thing? I don't know. They just haven't found it. Space is big. <laughs> you know what amazes me, actually, is the connectivity. Um, like with the Xbox the Connect? It's cool because it tracks how you play the game. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, I just wanted to go right into Xbox from <laughs> Astral. No, what's, what's, the, what's the name of the friggin' satellite that's at, like, Jupiter now? Uh, Cassini? That, that, that was launched, like... 40 years ago or whatever it was. It's the Cassini. The one that just crashed into Saturn? The one that's mission ended? No, 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 no. There's there's one that... There's another one? There's one that's like still sending images of Jupiter. Yeah, I think we got a few of them out there. Okay. I, I don't know. I forget what it's called. Um, mm-hmm. Is it Polaris? No. Maybe. No, Polaris is the North Star. I forget what it's called. I can find it. But um, yeah, the, the fact that that thing is hundreds of millions of miles away. Easily, yeah. At least. And... They can receive pictures from it still. <laughs> I wonder what format those pictures are in, by the way. They can't be JPEG. Because <laughs> <laughs> that thing was launched like 30 years ago. Yeah. And it's still running, which I don't know how it's still running. I don't solar, know how it's still solar. sending things back. I think they're solar powered. I know, but yeah, I guess I guess it gets weaker because it gets farther away. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the fact that everything's still working mm-hmm. and the fact that it's sending stuff back and then the fact that my phone... We'll make a phone call, and if I'm in a big enough building, it will have no reception when this thing's fucking still working. Mm-hmm. Well, there's nothing 30 inter- years ago. Th- there's literally nothing to interfere there's with. There's no right? gravity. There's no, yeah, there's no friction. There's no, no tunnels. There's no tunnels. No tunnels in space. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, what do you think about those images from Jupiter? I don't know. The satellite just went in a tunnel. We're waiting for it to get out. I don't know. Yeah, space is cool. Space is great. I love that, the meme of that guy. Do you know the space meme guy? Neil deGrasse Tyson? No, it's it's this... Neil Armstrong. Lance Armstrong. Stop. <laughs> Lance Bass. Oh, actually, keep going. Bass fishing. Yep. Fisher Stevens. Ooh. 
Cat Stevens. Uh-huh. Scratch bananas. <laughs> That's his cat. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> so, um, no, there's there's this guy who, um, there's a scientist, and I think he's Greek, and I don't know his name. Um, but, like, ten years ago, he looked normal, and as the years go on, he looks more and more crazy. And you ever, you ever seen the guys like aliens? He's got this weird yeah, face. He was on like, hard, he was on like uh, yeah, history's aliens or whatever. Yeah, and he's like aliens built the pyramids. Yeah, and he's got the craziest hair in the world. Yes, he didn't have that hair like ten years ago. He, he just got <laughs> no. progressively more crazy. I feel like he just embraced his role. And is he still doing stuff? Yeah, yeah. I forget. He's, I, I he's don't like know. I don't know what he does. Scientists that are around. I think so. Hmm. That's that meme didn't do him any favors. I think. I think once that came out, no one could ever take him seriously again. I don't know. Yeah, he, he just leaned into it. <laughs> it's like I guess I'm he'll be at a conference. He'll say the word aliens, and people will break out in applause. He's like, no, I, I was I was really talking about something here, guys. Come on. Sure, you were a meme guy. Yeah. Make me a uh, funny face. <laughs> like, I have two PhDs. <laughs> yeah, this, this guy spent years in schooling. Reduced to a dumb meme. Yeah. It's good and bad. That's like that that famous Einstein picture. Of him with his tongue out and his yeah. eyes all going crazy. Yep. So this this might be apocryphal. It might not even be true. But from what I heard, uh, he was criticized for kind of having a somber demeanor too much and like taking pictures very seriously. Oh. So like randomly at a party, someone was like, "You never smile." He's like, "Fine, I'll smile." <laughs> that, Is then, that true? I, I I heard it through. I think I was listening to Neil deGrasse Tyson's. <laughs> I heard it through the grapevine. <laughs> What does that mean? Uh, I don't know, but, but do you want to continue with what yes, you're Yes, like, uh, yeah, Neil deGrasse Tyson is a big Einstein fan. Okay. Um, and he told he retold that story or, some, or something pretty close to it. But who knows if it's true, true. Yeah. You know? I mean, that would make sense. But heard it through the grapevine, I have no idea what that means. I mean, grapes grow on vines, vines, which... Aren't they typically against, like, solid things? Oh, not always. No. No. Maybe it means like so. I picture like someone spying like from a farm of like grapevines, like or maybe maybe like someone has a fence. Maybe people used to fence their yards and have grapes on them, yeah. and like it was an eavesdropper, yeah, listening, yeah. Maybe or, I don't know, I'm picturing like workers at a farm that looked uh, yeah. that worked at like a winery, mm-hmm. and they heard like they were eavesdropping on like the people on like their bosses or Why something. Why would they call like it that? grapes dropping? <laughs> Because they did it in the evening, Chuck. <laughs> By the way, none of what we're saying okay. is probably true. No, eaves <laughs> are things that hang over balconies. That is true. Yeah, I thought that was an awning. No, those are, awnings have eaves. Adam had an eve. Even Stevens. <laughs> Brad, Brad Stevens. Stevens. <laughs> <laughs> the Brad Pitt. <laughs> Armpit. Ooh, arm hammer. Arby hammer. MC Hammer. <laughs> I guess this is what we're doing now. Young MC. <laughs> Neil Young. <laughs> Neil deGrasse Tyson. Mike back. Tyson. <laughs> Tyson Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Where have you taken us? <laughs> so, Chuck, speaking of food. Speaking of food. I went to Subway uh, two days ago. Uh-huh. This might be a stupid story. It's going to be a stupid story. Okay. But I just want to see your reaction. I'm very hard to believe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know me. Um, you don't know me. <laughs> so the person directly in front of me 
mm-hmm. ordered um, a a Black Forest ham sandwich. Six inch or foot long? Six inch. What kind of bread? Italian. No cheese? American cheese. And toasted or not? Toasted. Okay. Then I preceded him and I ordered a ham sandwich. Yep. Italian bread. I don't care about you. American cheese. Just the other guy. <laughs> I did not have it toasted. No toast. Yeah. Are you nuts? And so the guy was like, oh, we got the same sandwich, but uh, I like it toasted. Like he decided to, he decided this was a good time to talk about sandwiches. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> well, if you're in a subway, what, what, what other time? I mean, you're kind of just standing there. <laughs> yeah. But um, he was like, yeah, one of these guys. He was one of these guys. Yeah. And so then he gave me a look. Like he was like, he kind of gave me like a little nod. And I was like, I don't know what that means. And then I found out. Um, after you order the sandwich again, toasted stuff, that's when you get the ingredients put on it. He goes, give me everything. <laughs> oh, so his dad was like, uh, you ready for this? Exactly. I'm an, I'm an advanced sandwich order, motherfucker. Back off my sandwich. You watch this shit. He was claiming his ham sandwich corner from you. <laughs> yes. And he, so he goes, give me everything. And the lady's like, everything? And he goes, yeah, everything. <laughs> All seven sauces. <laughs> I don't think he, so he didn't mean sauce. He meant like every, like every ingredient, like, yeah. So you go like olives, pickles, peppers, banana peppers, the other pepper, yeah. green pepper. Like it was ridiculous. It was way too much food. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, you got everything, huh? And he goes, I ain't scared. <laughs> Just that particular line, I ain't scared. Well, he wasn't. He got everything. <laughs> Is that just a guy who wants to say, like, Save on food and just get everything. I mean, it is. Oh, the toppings are free, right? Yeah. Unless you get like the avocado. Unless you get like double meat or something like that. Or yeah, or avocado or bacon. Mm. But that's not in the topping section. That's the meat section. Yeah, exactly. There's the meat section. Then there's once you get your toppings. Unless you say the guacamole, which would come. He said everything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he wasn't scared. (laughs) That line was the part that that made me like. I gotta note this down and tell Chuck about it. <laughs> Maybe he was like, because I, I was like, oh, okay, great, yeah, you got everything. I ain't scared. What? Why would you be? Maybe he grew up with a for his whole life. He's had a deep, deep seated, deep rooted, uh, uh, paralyzing fear of sandwiches. Mm. And this day was like the final step of his psychiatrist recommended immersion therapy. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> he was like, the only way I'm gonna get over this fear of sandwiches is if I go into a subway, get a ham sandwich, get everything, everything. And to tell Bill, you know what? He wasn't telling you that he wasn't scared. He was trying to convince himself. He was telling himself he yeah. was not convince himself. He was just affirming to to, oh. to within that he is not scared oh. of the peppers, the lettuce, uh-huh. olives, uh-huh. onions, mm-hmm. tomatoes, yep, pickles, spinach, spinach, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tomatoes. I think I said tomatoes. Oh, I don't know. But banana peppers. I like the banana peppers. Sure. Love the banana peppers. Do they taste like bananas? No, but they're yellow, so. So that's automatically a banana. I don't know. Why aren't they lemon peppers? Maybe they're shaped like a banana. <laughs> Why aren't they school bus peppers? <laughs> Actually, school buses aren't yellow. They're kind of yellow. What are you talking about? Aren't of, they course, ca- of course they're yellow. They're kind of like yellowish orange, aren't they? School buses? They're orange. No, school buses are, are yellow. See, I... School buses are in the box of, this, box of seven crayons, the yellow that comes in that box that's the color school buses are they are yellow yellow mellow yellow 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 hello kitty see that's not yellow what are you talking about it's not yellow 
Google our school buses. This yellow. is like the fucking uh, <laughs> the fucking Laurel Manny thing. I'm not gonna get into that. Yeah, please don't. Um, school buses are absolutely yellow. Okay. Fire engines are red. School buses are yellow. What what other colors are there, Chuck? <laughs> UPS trucks are brown. Taxi cabs are yellow. Yeah. Same color as fucking school buses. Excuse you know me. what? They're a different shade of yellow. Yes. But it's still yellow. All right, fine. I mean, close to orange. <sighs> I, I disagree. Well, you're very, very wrong about this. What? You're extremely wrong about this. This is the most th- wrong you've ever been about anything it's in like, your life. It's not... They're y- orange. No, they're yellow. That is... Yellow. It's yellow. Yeah, I guess they're yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's yellow. It's, it's yellow. All right, shut up. All right. Beep it a boop. That's not totally yellow, though. Oh, Jesus. All right, I'm done. Okay, good. Whatever. It's fine. If anyone agrees with me that they're not totally yellow, please tell me, and then I'll tell Chuck to call you and yell at you that you're wrong. (laughs) I will verbally assault you via telephone. (laughs) Should you comment on our post when this episode comes out that school buses are any other color than yellow? Right. There probably are. There are other school buses of different shades. Sure. Uh, In high school, there was... terrible blue ones. That's what I was going to say. In high school, there was one bus... That was blue. Had to be a prison bus, right? Formerly, we like the sports teams used it. I think. Yeah, like to, when I was on the wrestling team for a br- for a brief minutes, we used the blue bus to get around from gym to gym. Yeah, that one inevitably looked cheaper. Mm. Yeah, they why. probably bought it from an old thing, and it wasn't part of the school bus system. Yep. Hmm. Driving a school bus. I know. I know a school bus driver. Do you? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, when I lived in Maryland. Okay. And she loves it. Where did you meet a school bus driver? Um, <laughs> so. It's <laughs> a weird question. But it's just. So, no, I was working. Um, so at my, one of my old jobs, I used to work like overnights and this lady would work overnights and she would also school bus in the morning. Oh, that makes sense. Like before you go to bed. Yeah. It was just a way to make some extra money, but she loved it. Really? It seems And to me, stressful. it seems like the worst job in the world. <laughs> It seems extraordinarily stressful. Yeah. Because you're, like, the obvious reason is that you are responsible for 50 children in a 17-ton vehicle. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. With no seatbelts. Yeah. The second part is that kids are the worst. Kids are the worst. (laughs) Especially the teenagers, especially on the bus. Yeah. Where, like, the bus is, like, that's ground zero for bullying, mm-hmm. right? And also the parents of children are not too much better. Pretty bad, yeah. <laughs> and then third, you're driving a big fucking, like, hard-to-maneuver mm-hmm. vehicle around. I guess if you have, like, an elementary school route, and you're not dealing with teenagers, it's probably okay. Then you're just hanging out with, a, like, the... Yeah. The... K through six, that's probably not so bad. Yeah, and I guess you you eventually get used to just driving the same route over and over again. That yeah. it probably, but like teenagers, oh man, oh yeah, no. Do I... they have? Do they have bus attendants on? I don't remember bus attendants on my school bus. No, like in high school, we had one. His, he was a million years old. Our bus driver. Yeah, we were all pretty well behaved for the most part. Our school was pretty. We were a bunch of good kids in our school, for, by and large. We were a well-behaved group in high school. You know think? Yeah. For the most part, there was no real shenanigans. Um, my school bus was a little worse, I guess. Wasn't mine was pretty okay. One of the one of the girls uh, actually flashed the driver. 
That's not great. That's not great. <laughs> That's it was good for me. I was, I was 15. <laughs> All right. What? Nothing. Any boobs when you're that age are, are just a godsend. Sure. Sure. This is when Chuck gets uncomfortable. I'm fine talking about it. I have no one to impress. But we didn't have any kind of administrator on the bus, which I feel like there are now. Whenever I see a bus stop, uh, like when I'm driving to work and I'm stuck behind a school bus, yeah. it's the worst thing in the world because you can't pass them. Yep. Uh, every time the bus stops, a person gets out and it's not the driver. Yeah. And yeah, I've always, seen that too. It's a guy with the orange vest. Yeah, they got a... It's like a. It's like having an air marshal now. They. <laughs> I don't know if it's an officer or. I don't know. These are questions for people more qualified than us. How do we get here? Uh, yellow. Yellow. <laughs> That's right. Well, Bill. Speaking of yellow, the Celtics are in the playoffs. That makes zero. <laughs> nice segue. Um. Yes, the Celtics are in the playoffs. It's very exciting. That's why you're here today. That is why I'm here today, because after we record this, we're going to watch the game. Yeah, we're recording from Blackstone Studios. I should not have said the name of my street. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's a big street. Yeah. <laughs> and there are probably multiple in multiple cities in Rhode Island? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, we'll leave it at that. Anyway. I'll beep it out. We're, yeah. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Make it an Oogahorn. <laughs> this place is pretty... Uh, like you said that that Alex uh, like locks the doors a lot, right? Like that is a stickler for locking doors, or like is very concerned about locking doors. Is that true? <laughs> I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> no, no, you don't. Um, sh- uh, I don't know that I've ever because said there's like it. six locks on this door. There are, th- yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> okay, <laughs> those came with the house, I think. Okay, there's three on that one too. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like there's a. It would be very hard for someone to break into this particular apartment. Yeah. Well, our front door is glass, right? Yeah. Like in the building, building. Yeah. But I think those are. I don't know. I'm, yes. Let's say they're alarmed. They're heavily alarmed. Okay. And they'll blow up if you break into them. So yeah. Don't rob us out there. Don't rob Chuck. Please just don't. <laughs> I mean, what do you? What's the most expensive thing in here anyway? Um. No. That washing machine. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to be cart. Uh, a washing machine out of the house to get anything of value. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be a bad idea. Yeah, so Which, if you I mean, if you if you did it, more good, good for you. I know if you could do that without anyone waking up and without anyone noticing. Pretty impressive. Yeah, I hope I don't want to get robbed ever. That'd be terrible. It'll be very scary. I mean, if yeah, even if it happens when you're at home, it'd be terrifying, right? Yeah, Just to come in like everything's all messed up. Yeah, you feel like uh, you'd feel like violated. Yeah, I don't even like when I come home and I feel like someone's been like in my room or moved something. Like, or sometimes I'll be out of the house and like um, the the last place I was at would um be like, oh, we'll we'll go into your house and we'll fix this for you while you're out and leave you a notice that it's been fixed. You can just push her. <laughs> I'm not gonna push her. Uh, if you do, so the cat has jumped onto the table. If you leave your glass on um. Uh, covered, she will stick her head in it, get her head stuck, and knock the whole class over. Oh, no. Because uh, she's an idiot, aren't you? A big idiot. You? Yeah. The cat's <laughs> nodding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's mine. Um, this is great. This is great audio. <laughs> <laughs> you, can send, but we can, you, can, you can do whatever you want. Uh, really, you can just give her a nudge. Nope. Cat is... <laughs> what are you doing? Being a cat. I'm enjoying this. Uh... Oh, the cat's leaving. Okay, anyway. 
So what were you saying Celtics? We're Celtics. Celtics, Celtics. Yeah. I'm excited. This team is... Um, Should have never happened. Yeah. Let's, uh, we should probably start a segment, though, right? What are we calling it? This is Bill and Chuck Celtic Basketball Breakdown, brought to you by State Farm. Not the insurance, though. It's farm in a state. Yeah. Farm state. Chase Farm in Chase Rhode farm. Island. <laughs> it's a Rhode Island farm. It is. Where it's we Lincoln. Where we, have, mill. where we have played Frisbee. I don't know if I was there for that. Well, that's your problem. Okay. I throw the Frisbee. It comes right back to me because I throw it at that angle. Bad at Frisbee. Are you? I'm real bad at Frisbee. I lost my... I know we're about to talk Celtics, but uh, I lost... I got the yips with Frisbee. What? I 100% had the yips with Frisbee. (laughs) So, like, you were really good at it, and now you're just terrible? No, I was perfectly adequate at it for a long time. Okay. Um, Like, through college, that's what... Where I learned Frisbee, like all the kids like to play ultimate Frisbee, and I was like, oh, I can do this. And then like Frisbee became the thing to throw instead of a football or a baseball. Like when you were at a cookout or a barbecue or at the beach or whatever, you threw a Frisbee. Mm-hmm. And I would do that all the time in the summer. Sure. This happened two years ago. And so like you don't throw a Frisbee in winter because where we live, it's if you go outside the winter, you die immediately because it's so cold. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, I didn't play Frisbee for a year. I didn't play Frisbee... Uh, like through half of the summer, and then my friends in Vermont had a, a cookout, like a big, I think it was a Morley barbecue. Mm. Um, so I drove up there, and uh, there was a frisbee. That would make at, sense at the, at the cookout, because yeah. you know it's the thing to throw. And so I picked up the frisbee. <laughs> Have you gotten a job working for frisbee, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> I picked up the frisbee. It felt great in my hands. Yeah, uh, nice heavy one. Uh, yeah, nice, good, no, good. Real good, top of the line. Yeah, plastic disc. Yeah, a little twenty dollar one. <laughs> that was, that was nine dollar branded frisbees you get for free at a booth. You had a Cuban frisbee, right? <laughs> yeah, smuggled it in. <laughs> uh, and I picked up the frisbee and I stood fifteen yards away from my friend and I threw it at him like I've thrown a frisbee a hundred times in my life before, if not more than that, and it went twenty feet to the right of him. <laughs> yeah, it's the and worst. I said, oh, I, I kind of missed you there. He's like, yeah, don't worry about it. And he picked it up and they threw it back at me. And then I said, okay, I'm shaking, it this time. shaking off the cobwebs. Threw it again. Threw it 30 feet to the right. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, I, I, I know how to throw a frisbee. I can do this. And sure. He's, now he's making fun of me like, oh, you really stink. And uh, I was like, all right, let's, let's do this one more time. And he had to walk all the way over the thing. And now, now I do it again. And I'm like, I'm going to correct. You're overcompensating. I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna, to, okay, so I've been throwing it right. I'm going to throw it left. Yeah. And I throw it at him, and again, 20 feet to the right. And it's like, okay, my form is To off. the right again? To the, if I remember correctly. Um, the point is, everything I tried... This happened for 20 minutes with me and him. Uh, <laughs> and everything I tried to do, overcorrect, like, no matter what I tried to do, if I was trying to overcorrect and say, go all the way left, I couldn't... I just couldn't do it. And it got to the point where, like, he was seriously like... I don't think you should uh, play frisbee with us. Oh no! And it, because it was it was getting dangerous because there were ch- children around, and it's it was so I it was and then I was so much in my head I I one hundred percent had the yips the yips for the listeners who don't know Bill can you explain what the yips are because I've been talking for a minute so I forget who or uh, John Lester has it with for, with her on the first base he has it for that but it's like when you suddenly just can't 
perform a physical action anymore. Like it's specifically in baseball. Yeah, baseball. So I think I think the origin of it in baseball was there was like it was a catcher, and so a catcher every time there's a pitch, the catcher catches it, throws it back to the pitcher. Mm-hmm. The catcher couldn't even do that anymore. The catcher mm-hmm. was catching the ball. Trying to throw it back to the pitcher and would just throw it terribly, either way too high mm-hmm. or would just bounce it back toward him. This action that he's done a million times, sure, if you're, if you're a maybe realistically yeah. a million, all of a sudden just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. And like players will go to like therapy for that stuff. Totally. Like like some sort of mental block is so, is just completely messing something up that was so routine. And then when something so routine goes away, you start thinking about it, and it's mm-hmm. no longer routine. And so it's just this, like, snowball effect. So John Lester is a professional pitcher. Yeah. Um, he plays for the Chicago Cubs. He used to play for the Red Sox. Um, yeah. At a time, probably not anymore, but at a certain time, he was considered one of the 10 best pitchers in the league. Yeah, and he was a fan favorite here because there was a year that he missed because he had well, not a. I don't think it was a whole year. Lymphoma. He had lymphoma, and then he came back, and, and he was yeah. awesome. Yeah, and like his his rookie year, he threw no hitter, and yep. he was he was very very good. He yep. was considered maybe not a top ten pitcher, but a top fifteen pitcher in the game. Sure, somewhere yeah. in there, like really really. He was like an all star caliber, not like yeah, hey, if not this, an MVP, but an all star. If this guy's on your team, he's either the first best, he's the best pitcher on the team, or the second best, basically. Sure, uh, he still plays. He's only thirty two or thirty three now. He's still considered to be. If not that good, still pretty good. He's still good. Yeah. Um. He can't throw to first base. Yeah. He throws for a living. He throws very well for a living. Uh. To pick off batters at first base, he has to throw the ball at the ground to almost bounce past it to the first baseman, and that doesn't work. Yeah. He one hundred percent has this yips phenomenon. He got away with it for so long too. Like people didn't. It's so it's realize so it. hard to understand. It's so like if you're. Pick a base runner. If you're um, Andrelton Simmons. Wow. Yeah. No, Look at you with your fantasy baseball pull. And you're on first base, and you know John Lester can't throw to first, so you take a lead. Like, even if you know he has the yips, there's still that thing in your brain. It's like, no, he. I'm, I'm, 20, I'm way too I'm far 20 away. 20 feet yeah. away from him. There's no way he can't throw this. Yeah. But he just can't. Yeah. That's what happened to me with the frisbee. I, no matter what I did, I couldn't throw it. And I was standing 30 feet away from my friend. Uh, it was Matt, and I was throwing it, and there were children around, and I started missing him so much. It's like I'm gonna hurt one of these kids. Yeah, I can't throw this thing anymore, and I had to like gracefully <laughs> bow out of frisbee. Oh my god, that's ridiculous! And then uh, we played. We ended up playing a game of ultimate frisbee, and I ended up. Uh, I almost I turned into like a Marcus Smart kind of role, mm-hmm. where I just I would basically like set picks for people, <laughs> and I would <laughs> run around, and when like people get trapped, like if you're playing ultimate, like three or four defenders will follow you. I would like run up and just do a quick handoff and like really keep it to five yard passes. Oh my god! And, uh, That's ridiculous. And I've never um, that happened. That was like a year and a half ago. And I haven't thrown a frisbee since. And, maybe maybe uh, you're fine now. Maybe it's really bad. It's really really bad. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's it's totally my brain. I just it, I don't know what it, it's it's the yips. Did it you is. did you start pretending that Matt was like thirty feet to the right and threw it toward didn't that matter. spot. No, didn't matter. Well, yeah, then I would throw it to that spot, and then it would go like even it was or go in the dirt immediately, or just <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. What I what I actually did was like push that we like oh we should like you know be fun guys like two man touch let's play some football and football in my car guys ah uh, yeah <laughs> and we did and it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how do we get on this? We were trying to talk about Celtics. We were. Let's talk about the Celtics. Okay. <laughs> so, um, 
very exciting. I had no expectations. Right. The so this season was kind of my expectations were kind of tempered a little bit just because I knew they were good. Mm-hmm. I knew they had good young talent, but I didn't think it was ever going to lead anywhere. Okay. And we're kind of in a scenario right now where you just feel like all this is just for Golden State to win it anyway that's because right. Golden State's so good. Yeah, that, that's um so completely correct. So you really don't like there's no there's no huge stakes anyway because you don't really feel like you feel like at the end no matter what Golden State's it's, just going to win. Yeah, it's found money. It's just you know if they can do well then great. Yeah, but um, I will. I was I was so excited for the first game of the season, mm-hmm. and I was actually in Maryland when that that's, happened. That's right. I was at a hotel. Yeah. Uh, and and then I decided, oh okay, I'll just go to the bar and watch the Celtics game. The first game was against the Cavaliers. Let's, let's pretend we have some non-Celtics fans uh, who listen. Yeah. Um, the team up until before last year was good, but not great. Our coach was very good, and the coach was very good at like, yeah, getting yeah. players open and stuff, making players do well. And then they signed um, two players from other teams uh, who were both in the top twenty in the league in terms of if you were making a list of players. Yeah, signed one, traded for the other. That's right. So they signed Kyrie Irving point guard, who is a top 10 player when he's all the way healthy. I, typically, yes. And this other guy, uh, Gordon Hayward, yep. who was like a top 20, maybe top 25 player. Yeah. Really, really good player. Yeah. And they had this really young kid, Jalen Brown, and they just drafted this other guy, Jason Tatum, and it's like, oh, this team's going to be really, really good. Yep. And I hadn't been that excited for an opening day of any sport Yeah. since like... Since, like, the Patriots got Randy Moss and Wes Welker. 100%. Like that one. I remember yeah. I was like, oh, this the starting lineup is going to be Kyrie Irving, Tatum, Brown, Hayward, and Horford. And with the exception of Kyrie, they're all 6'8 or higher, taller. Yep. And they're just going to be insane. They're going to be amazing. They're big, young, fast. Like, yeah. And they made it to the conference finals the year before. Now they added two all-stars. And they started, the like you said, they opened the season against the Cleveland Cavaliers, the best team in the league, LeBron James, and we're ready to go. They put the starting unit out there. They have these two all-stars, Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. And Bill, what happens five minutes into the game? Five minutes into the game, Gordon Hayward goes for a layup, I believe. Yep. Um, Kind of, and then he kind of lands awkwardly. <laughs> now, you might say land awkwardly. I would say his leg exploded. So, so I, <laughs> So, at first I was like, oh, that's an awkward landing. And then immediately I hear the announcer... Yeah. It was Mike Breen, I believe. I go, so. Gordon Hayward's broken his leg. Yeah. Gordon Hayward's <laughs> broken his leg. And then everything stopped. Yeah. And everyone in the bar, like, no, like I think I was probably the only Celtics fan in that bar because I was in Maryland. But everyone just like, everyone who was eating dinner and everything else just stopped and looked at the TV. It was like 50 people just went silent immediately mm-hmm. because when something like that happens and you, and then the camera went on him. And his his foot was basically backwards, like it, it was, was it was facing the wrong direction. It was it was in a ninety degree angle in uh, the direction your foot can't go. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right. That's right. That's exactly what Mike Breen did, which is something announcers never do. Yeah, he diagnosed the injury immediately because it was so. He, yeah, he said, he said his Gordon Hayward's broken his leg. His leg is broken. Yeah, then, there was <laughs> zero doubt about it. <laughs> it was horrifying. Yeah, and that that was the season. Okay, season's over. Yeah, like exactly. I just remember, like five minutes into the season, after being so excited, I was like, "Oh well, never mind." Yeah, that's like we'll 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 be a seven seed and we'll get knocked out of the first round against the Bucks or whatever. And at that point, you're just at that point, your biggest hope is like, "Oh, these young guys that we have, we I just I just want to see them progress and get better. They'll get better. Yeah, they promptly won eighteen games in a row. Yep, like they lost another game after that. One of those games against Golden State. They started zero and two, then they won like eighteen or nineteen games. I think it was eighteen. Yeah, I think so. And then it was like in every game. Was they had like three or four comebacks from like fifteen points down, yep. and it was yeah. Just, none of them were very pretty. 
None of it made sense. Yeah. Other than Kyrie Irving being awesome and, and Al Horford, who is a center, who doesn't like put up numbers, but he's amazing. Yeah. He just does the right thing all the time. Other than those two things, it was always like, oh, here's a person who you've never heard of before. Just hit a game-winning three-pointer. It was Terry Rozier at the time, but we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't care about Terry Rozier. Um, and then the player would be a different started. hero every time. Yeah, like then, someone else would go off in the fourth quarter for ten points, and you never knew who it was going to be. And you had these two young kids, Jalen Brown, who'd been on the team, and Jason Tatum, who they drafted, who was nineteen years old at the time. He's twenty now, and he just looked amazing. Yeah, for a nineteen-year-old. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm going to pull quote on that. <laughs> <laughs> then in March, Kyrie Irving gets knee surgery, and come to find out, he's out for the rest of the season. Yeah, and that was right at the end of the season, too. Yep, and so now both of the players you just signed are out for the playoffs. Your two conceivably best players. That was the idea going to the season. Yeah. These would be your two best players are yep. out for the season. Um, and so then and then at that point, my expect- like my expectations were never that high after Gordon got hurt. No. Um, but my expectation was, oh, maybe we can make it to the East Conference Finals again and, you know, give LeBron a run for his money. Yeah, he'll beat and us then in five Kyrie games got and hurt. Be it. Yeah. yeah, and then Kyrie got hurt. And I was like, oh, okay, we're going to maybe win the first round matchup and that's it. Maybe. But then it was like, well, no, the first round matchup is against the Milwaukee Bucks and they have this guy, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Have fun saying that name. Who is... I don't know how many letters are in Antetokounmpo, by the way. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, amazing. He's incredible. He's great. He he can... There's a, pic, there's a picture of Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, standing beneath the basket and his feet are on the ground and his fingers are around the rim. Yeah. He's got these crazy <laughs> long arms. It's, it's, it's insane. And the Celtics are going to lose. They don't have their two best players. Yep. They're, they get, they're, they're they didn't even have Marcus Smart at the time. Either. They didn't have Marcus Smart. Their starting point guard is uh, Terry Rogier, who no one ever heard of and who was never particularly good. He yeah. He's only played 10 minutes a game before this. And they came out and they went up 2 nothing, And then they just started it was like this winning streak again. Yeah. Just every day, every game was a new guy doing something ridiculous. Mm-hmm. They beat the Bucks. And then they went to play the Sixers. And I thought they were going to get destroyed in that series. Of course, because Sixers had the two best young players in the league, a lot of people would say. The guy that's going to win Rookie of the Year in uh, Ben Simmons. Yep. And they have... Um, Embiid. Joel Embiid, who I can't fucking stand. <laughs> but I also... He's love. one of those guys that's really like good on Twitter. Like he, Yes. I hate Twitter, but I like some people who tr- like trash talk on Twitter, and he's one of those guys. Yeah, so what I... I I said I can't stand, but then I said I also love him. He's yes. a great player. He seems like a good dude. But playing against him, it's like, I fucking hate this guy. Exactly. Um, Which is a good sign if you're a player. Yeah. No, he's really good. And we beat the we beat them. We beat them in six games. Went up three nothing. We beat them in five games. Five games. That's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Jason Tatum has turned into... Uh, he's one of the best 30 players in the league right now. Tatum. Maybe, maybe. 35. He's maybe. incredible. Maybe. And Jalen Brown is awesome. And Terry Rozier is... is Hitting every single shot he puts up. Yeah. And Al Horford's scoring 20 points a game. And Marcus Smart is making these crazy plays. And It's such a, such a fun team to root for. Yeah. They're really likable. Um, and yeah, the fact that they were... like it, it, It's like you're playing with house money. You just I, I just... I felt like... I have zero expectations, and they constantly exceed my expectations. To but the point now, where now my mm-hmm. expectations have gotten high with them. Right, so now they're up 2 nothing against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Who uh, which, destroyed them last year. Who it was a four-game sweep, I believe. No, they won one game. Oh, they won one game. They right, won one right, game. Right, right, right. But, um, but yeah, it was it was a demolition for the most part. It, was, it wasn't close. It wasn't close. They weren't on the same planet. Yeah. Because uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers happened to feature a gentleman named LeBron James. Who has made the finals eight straight years? I think this would be his eighth. This would be his eighth? Okay. 
believe uh, I think this would be his eighth, but I, maybe he's done it eight times. Sure. It's I think the actual he's done it a billion times in a row. Is the it might as well be because no one's ever done it that many times before except maybe Bill Russell. Yeah. Like made it that and Jordan did because he took the break. Yep. Um he's incredible. Yeah. He's they arguably were, the best player ever. It's arguable, yes. I think um, it's him and Jordan and that's that's that's, that's the was, argument. That's yes. the argument. Yeah. Uh and in this series, it's like certainly, you know, Celtics had a good run, but not LeBron. They just swept the, the Cavaliers, swept the best team in the East, the Toronto Raptors. They just killed them. Yep. They just beat the hell out of them. It's like, oh, okay, well, the Cavs found their groove now. They're, Kevin loves it in the shots. They got their three yeah. point shooters. They're going to, it's just, it's, yeah, LeBron's going to crush them. Yeah. And the Celtics are up two games to nothing right now. Yes. They play in an hour, an hour, yep. less than an hour. And I kind of, now my expectations have shifted. Yeah, now it's like oh, now they should. The Celtics are a better team. Now they should win. Yep. Now I'm like, okay, no, the Celtics are better. Than Although it's two games at home. Two games is two games. I know. I know. Um, and LeBron in the last game, in game two, LeBron scored 42 points and had 10 rebounds and 12 assists or whatever it was. Yeah. It's like, yeah, the fact that so game two, LeBron goes absolutely insane yeah. in the first quarter, just hits. A whole bunch of crazy he shots. The, he, scored, he scored 21 points in the first quarter. And I was thinking, I was just thinking, oh no, here we go. Like, this is oh, just, the game was over. The game is over. LeBron's just going to go crazy this game. The first game was a wake-up call, blah, yep. blah, blah. But then the first quarter ended, we were only down by four. And I was like, oh, this is kind of a good sign. We Because Jalen Brown, who's 20 years old, <laughs> yep. he scored like 15 points in the first quarter. It's weird being it's just, 30 years old now and rooting for a bunch of guys who can't drink yet. Like <laughs> Jalen might be 21. I'm I think not, he might be 21. Yeah. I think he turned 21. I think he's 21 and Tatum was 20. Yeah. Which is absurd. <laughs> yeah. It's weird now rooting for for young people to do yeah, things. Yeah, whatever. Anyway. Go ahead. No, but you're right. Yeah, they were down by four. But you were still like... It felt like... it LeBron's like, going to score 50. Yeah. And he almost did. And they still lost. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you, you really can't do it all by yourself. You can you can do a lot of it by yourself, but you can't do all of it by yourself. Yeah, and uh, so now we're going to this game, and I, 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 I expect them to lose this game. I expect them to lose every game because of like what we were talking about. Yeah. But I expect them to win the series. Which is interesting. It's crazy. Like It's crazy that this team is going to the finals without their two best players. Yeah, it's funny. I was going to say it'd be impossible to believe they would go up 3 nothing on the Cavs. But it, it, would be it might not be. It would be impossible to believe they would go up two nothing on the Cavs. It was impossible to believe they would go up three nothing against Philadelphia, and they did. Yeah, I remember. So the first game was on Mother's Day. The first game of the series was the on series. Mother's Day, and I was with my mom. Yep. And I was like, Yes, it was. was yeah. yeah, it was. I yeah, remember. no, I was. I, I was. My own memory was getting in the way. I was at Longhorn Steakhouse. Okay. Mother's Day classic. My mom wanted to go. I don't know. She asked me to go. Yeah, I get you. That's, I go where she wants to go. Sounds good. Um, <laughs> so, and and we were talking. Did you get a steak? I did. I got a I got a I got a filet mignon with a with bacon uh, sprinkled on top of it. Right. It was delicious. Sure. It's amazing. I like that cooked. It was amazing. I like that cooked. Medium. Medium. All right. Yeah. Not afraid. <laughs> I ain't scared. Give me everything. Give me everything on that. So you see, you're watching the game at Longhorns. Uh, so and my mom's like, uh, so even before the game started, my mom's like, oh, they've been doing pretty well, huh? And I'm like, yeah, but yeah, it's been it's been exciting. It's been kind of surprising. And she goes, yeah, there's no way they're getting by Cleveland. No. <laughs> they promptly scored 30 points in the first quarter, went up by 20, and that was the game. Yeah, the game was over 20 minutes in. Yeah. And uh, here we are. Yeah. All right. 
This has been... What did I call it before? I don't know. It was your idea. <laughs> Bill and Chuck talk about basketball for a while. Chase Farm. From Chase Farm. But you buy... Chase Farm. Break. Break. Uh, welcome back to Foolish the Podcast. My name is Chuck. I am here with Bill. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I thought it was all right. All right, cut. <laughs> Should I take that again? Yeah, let's take it again. A bit more energy. Okay, I got it. All right. Action. Welcome back to Foolish the Podcast. My name is Chuck, and that's Bill. You said a bit, and that was a bit. That was a bit. Okay. Yeah, we'll stick with that. Perfect. I'm going to edit it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) To make you have more energy. I look forward to hearing how you accomplish that. Starting now. Welcome back to Foolish the Podcast. My name is Chuck, and that's Bill. I'm putting more work on myself at this point. Yep. So we'll have heard the clip by now? Yeah. Great clip, Bill. Great clip. Thank you. Good app. All you right. A game for us? I have a game idea. Yeah. I didn't come up with it. You stole it. I stole it. But whatever. But I mean, there's only so many games in the world. That's right. Uh, this is an improv game, and it seems pretty fun. It yep. is a game where one person reads from a script. We should say where we stole it from. Um. So I stole it from, well, I stole it from a show called Freedom. Mm-hmm. It's a podcast. Freedom! Anyway, that's a catchy theme. Yeah. Um. But Scott... Ackerman, who's one of the people on that podcast, has heard it on like an improv thing. And so um, it is a game where one person reads from a script yep. and the other person does not. So basically, um, I think we'll start with me reading the script. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read off a script. A two-person dialogue scene. It is normally, yes, a two-person dialogue scene. And I can only say the lines that are on the script. And I have to fill them the And you have to, you just have to improv it. Mm-hmm. And so it should be pretty fun. We're going to try it. And I, I don't know which scene you've selected. No. Although we do have like a safe word if I know what it is immediately. <laughs> sure. Like if you start the scene by saying, I think we're going to need a bigger boat, I'll have to say Bill. Yeah, it's not going to be Jaws. Well, it could have been. <laughs> not going to be Jaws. You know what You know what a good game to, uh, might be to play at least once? You do that from Jaws and see how closely I can mimic the actual dialogue. That actually would be a good <laughs> idea. We take our favorite movies and... I think, and like, you could take a scene from Shawshank and see how close I can come up with that one. I think I could do one. a pretty good job at Jaws in The Matrix. <laughs> yeah, The Matrix too. That's a good one. Anyway. That's actually not a bad idea. It's like, name that tune, but with movies. Yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> the cats decide that this chair is big enough for one person and a cat. <laughs> um. That's right. All right, so I'm going to start. I'm going to read off of his script, and then you have to fill it in. Yep. <laughs> this is very distracting. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Probably gonna have to edit that out. Anyway, all right, you ready? <laughs> no, don't edit it out. <laughs> well, I guess you can do you. <laughs> oh, <God. Ow>! It's <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> you okay? <laughs> Claws in the back. Yes. Did, did it headbutt me first? It headbutted me, right? Anyway, 
she headbutted me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Thank you for treating her with the proper respect. She I deserves. know. I hate saying it. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Ready? Uh, yes. You'll be fine. I'm ready. We'll just edit it out if it's bad. <laughs> I have the technology. All right. Here we go. This is how we fill up our lives. Well, yeah, I figured we could use a couple shovels and fill up the, you know, the holes. And using and filling holes is how we fill up our lives because we're hole fillers professionally. And now it's gone. Well, because we filled it in. Of course it is. The hole. I mean, it could be worse. A woman could cut off your penis while you're asleep and toss it out the window of a moving car. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, yeah, I guess that would be worse than working. Uh, which is what we're doing now at our jobs where we fill in holes. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's a, a terrible tragedy. No, you're right. Okay. Getting your penis cut off was definitely worse than the work we're doing right now. <laughs> That's an insane thing to say. <laughs> I mean, you did lose a lot of nice, neat little shit. The, the trendy paper lamps, the Euro trash shelving unit. Am I right? All of a sudden, you care about what's going in the holes? Look, we get paid to fill them. It doesn't matter with what. But maybe, just maybe, you've been delivered. Delivered? No, I I didn't. I've received deliveries. If that's what you meant, I don't know. If I've been. Del- I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> delivered from armchairs in obscure green stripe patterns. Is this like a religious thing? Like if I've been delivered onto Jesus? I don't. I'm not really interested in that kind of thing. I, what, uh, what's going on with you, man? This is delivered a- from bullshit colors like cobalt, ebony, and fuchsia. I mean, cobalt. Is like a silver, ebony's black. They're not bullshit. They're regular colors. Why are you? We're at work, man. Oh, this yeah. Is... You got to start making the list. You made the list. You started listing colors. I didn't list anything. I'm just trying to fill this hole in. <sighs> the now I got to go out and buy the exact same stuff all over again list. That list. <laughs> what list? All I've listed thus far is our duties, such as that they are to fill in a hole. I don't You know, do... this time maybe get a widescreen TV. I thought if we had two regular size TVs to put in the hole, we wouldn't need one. But if you want to fill the hole next time with a widescreen TV, okay. I don't see why this is such a... You're really angry about this. A hotel? <laughs> yeah, I figure we should stay in a hotel. The holes are so far away, we got to fill them in. Instead of driving all the way out, we come back in and stay in the hotel overnight. We're on our third pitcher of beer. I do like that they have lack, loosened the laws about drinking and, and filling holes at the same time. And the boss isn't around, so whatever. Have some more beer. I mean, you called me so you could have a place to stay. I, di- I don't... Uh, I, I di- <laughs> Why I- don't you cut the shit and ask if you can stay at my place? <sighs> okay, fine. You've got it out of me. I thought we were just talking about work, but we can get into personal stuff. Can I... I'd love, is, I'd it love a problem, to- is it a problem for you to ask? It's not a problem. It's it's it is it's 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 a little uh it's a little uncomfortable, but sure. Can I stay at your place? Yes you can. Wow, that's great. Scene <laughs> <laughs> What I have no idea what that's from. Fight Club. Oh uh, okay. Yeah, I've only seen that movie a couple times. I was I, I, I was good. I did all right. It was a longer scene than I thought it was going to be, actually. I like if I had gone like maybe a couple like another minute and a half, it would have been to the part where he was like I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Then, and then you would have known. Then probably. I would have known. But um, I thought about getting that far, but it was still a, a ways away. All right. So now, Chuck, uh, I hear you. Oh, have wait, a scene. did I do okay? I think you did fine. Thank yeah. you. 
Okay. How is it? How is it being on that side? Is it like it's weird, right? It's hard to keep it coherent. Yeah. Um. Which I mean, it doesn't really have to be. But I think that's the goal, right? Yeah. To, um, I liked how you went with holes at the beginning. <laughs> I was wondering where you were going to go when I said that first line. I don't know. Because <laughs> um, yeah. I immediately negated what you said at the, the next line. All right. So Chuck is pulling up his scene. Yep, I have it. All right. I'm ready. Three, two, one. Good horse. That's a start, isn't it? Why do you suspect we've brought you here? You must suspect some reason. I mean, I'm a suspicious guy. It's what I do. Um, I mean, I am wondering why you brought me here. You've been racking your brains, but you can't think. No, I can think. Don't well, insult me. Well, yes or no? Yes, I can think. Huh? What do you mean, huh? You won't even... Yes, I can think. You've been racking your brains, but you can't think of a single reason why we might have brought you here. I mean, I thought we were going for a picnic. The linkage of what? Or what to what or of what to what? The linkage of uh, cheese to crackers and and caviar to biscuits. Oh, and that I have them here? What, you've been you've been reading my papers? You've been reading the papers I've got in front of me? Yes, you're, you're a big caviar fan. You write which, papers all the time. Papers which, for all you know, may have been some immensely classified, very, very secret thing. Man, you really like caviar. Oh, like your peripheral vision? I do love my peripheral vision. What okay, can I okay, say? Okay, but hang on. But hang on. For it to be your peripheral vision, you'd have to be turned around this way. See, like this way, like sidewards? Sidewards? See, like this way, like sidewards. Now I think of SpongeBob with Squidwards. Oh, the peripheral vision at the bottom of your eyes. Ooh, what the fuck are you... T- don't make fun of my peripheral vision. You know I have a, a strong love toward it, and I don't appreciate you just making light of it like this. Well, given certain restrictions. What the fuck does that mean? Who do you think you are? The security. The security of the state, the security of the general, whatever you call it. Listen, I think you're taking way too big of a leap into... You're, you're putting way too much importance on peripheral vision and caviar. I mean, I'd call them guidelines. So, like, you've written a book on this? Or, like, I don't know what you mean by guidelines. I mean, given certain guidelines, security of whatever, it's, it isn't a crime. You write a story. A story on my peripheral vision? You didn't even ask me permission to do this. Yeah, that's what I thought. That's the whole thing. We have to edit this out. I'm sorry. I fucked this up. <laughs> Did you? I lost I I lost my place and then I accidentally switched characters. <laughs> I was gonna say it did sound weird. Yep, I'm gonna switch this up. I'm sorry. Oh that's fine. That was my fault. Then I hit the wrong button, I hit page end. You could have just said scene. <laughs> yeah, but it was no that was no, I fucked that up. Oh, I thought it was going fairly well. I accidentally hit the wrong button. I went to the bottom of the PDF, and then oh no, it was, it was eighty pages long. <laughs> it was going well. I'm sorry for that. Oh, that's fine. I screwed you up. I okay. might leave that in. Should I pause this and edit all this out? Yeah, I'll edit this out. Yeah, I got a different one for you. Okay. Okay. This time, I'm not going to screw it up. And plus, I did the countdown conveniently last time. Ready? This is hard to do. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I've been to the zoo. Well, that's great. Me too. I did. The zoo's great. I went to the zoo. Then I walked until I came here. Have I been walking north? I mean, I'm not great with directions, and I, I don't. I left my compass in my other pants. 
is that Fifth Avenue? I mean, yeah, the sign literally says Fifth Avenue. And what's that cross street right there? Uh, what do I look like? Google Maps? You don't have a phone? And the zoo is around 65th, so I've been walking north. Okay, great. I'm, gl- I'm glad you uh, can read the sun and your compass. Good old north. Wait, what? You, you, love, you love specifically the direction north? But not due north. Wait, I thought that was the same thing. Well, Isn't due north and north the same thing? Well, boy, you're not going to get lung cancer, are you? <laughs> I mean, I don't, walk, I don't walk north as much as you, but I didn't think there were uh, diseases as a problem with that. I don't... Well, no, what you'll probably get is cancer of the mouth. Then you have to wear one of those things Freud wore when they took all out of his jar away. What do they call those things? Um... I didn't invent the jaw cancer things. Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I think it's uh, Janser holders. The The very thing. A prosthesis. You're an educated man, aren't you? Are you a doctor? I'm I'm a doctor of thugonomics. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Time Magazine isn't for blockheads. That's true. It is not for blockheads. Do you see the red borders? Of course, it's for civilized people. Boy, I'm glad that's Fifth Avenue over there. Oh, so we're just completely getting off the cancer now? We're uh, just back on Fifth Avenue? Well, I've been to the zoo. Great. Good for you. What do you want, a fucking cookie? You'll read about it in the papers tomorrow. Wait. If you don't see it on your TV tonight. You have TV, haven't you? Don't patronize me. Yes, oh, you're married. So we're just, we don't care about the TV anymore? Isn't it a law? For God's sake. To be married? No, it's not a law. It's a choice. And you have a wife. Yes, I am married to a woman. And you have two children. Why do you know all this about me? Boys? Boys will be boys. But you wanted boys. I mean, yeah, I like playing catch. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. Aw, that's such a cute phrase. I will say that to my sons. (laughs) You're not going to have any more kids, are you? I mean, I had a vasectomy, so it's it's not happening. Well, the way you cross your legs, perhaps... Okay, now you're looking at my legs? Something in the voice. Maybe I'm just guessing. It's your wife? My wife is in my voice? That is the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> See. <laughs> is that Bruce Almighty? <laughs> what? No. <laughs> What's going to say? Uh, that is from a play called The Zoo Story by Edward Elby. Oh, interesting. It's a good play. I recommend you reading it. Wow, that changed subjects really <laughs> fast. <laughs> we went from the zoo to cancer. Sorry. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. All right. Anything else we want to say before the Celtics game? The Celtics game starting in like 20 minutes. Um, we're going to order food. We're going to be fat and we're going to drink and we're going to... I mean, one of us will be fat. but I'm getting there. Yeah, it happens. Good night, everybody. No. I was going to say, don't you want to do your your ending? There's a whole thing. What whole thing? Why don't you do it? Four. Foolish the font. Foolish the font (laughs) fast. This is why I don't do it. For Foolish the Podcast, I'm for Chuck Smith. (laughs) (laughs) No, no. Take two. Mm -hmm. Or this is three, I guess. Four. Foolish the Podcast. For Chuck Smith, I'm Bill Chamberlain saying... Good night, night, everybody. everybody.
Bye-bye. 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 B